0: Welcome to Engineering Works, powered by the ACEC of Illinois. We'll be featuring the innovators, creators, designers, and engineers who are making engineering work in Illinois and reshaping our state.
1: I'm Haley Burns, co-founder of public affairs and public relations firm River Strategies and co-founder of Lincoln Forum, a Chicago-based public affairs event series. Today, I'm talking to Kurt Dillard, chairman of the RTA. Chairman, thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you, Haley. It is a delight to be on with you.
1: So you had just mentioned last week that it looks like we're back to 1.2 million daily riders and that this is just moving up. And I understand that's a tenth of the population of Illinois. Uh, That's incredible.
0: Uh, Absolutely. And we are very busy, as are the service boards that are under the Regional Transportation Authority and those service boards are the CTA or Chicago Transit Authority, METRA, which is our suburban, primarily suburban uh, commuter rail system, although it, it services the city very importantly as well, and PACE, our suburban bus operation, with their very important paratransit or people with disabilities service. You know, the biggest one, and it's been in the paper, would be the Red Line Extension, going south from 95th street to 130th that has been in the works for decades since i was a kid and it's finally finally going to happen the federal government just stepped up with its share uh, but that's three and a half billion dollars but long overdue it's a major equity component for individuals that live on the south side of chicago But the Red Line Extension South has been in the works for decades, and it is finally going to happen. The Blue Line Forest Park branch rebuild, I know that's a big concern, and it was during the mayoral election, but it's a very high priority for new Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson. There's a current phase of $300 million that's funded by Governor Pritzker's and the state of Illinois' Rebuild Illinois program. But over time, we're going to need $3 billion for three more phases to modernize that Forest Park Blue Line branch from suburban Forest Park to LaSalle Street downtown. If you drive the Eisenhower Expressway, obviously that's the line that's right down the, the middle of the Eisenhower really critical, and sometimes it's sad that accessibility or ADA compliance does not get as much attention as it should, and I really commend United States Senator Tammy Duckworth, who's been the national leader on this. But we have something called the CTA All Stations Accessibility Program. Two billion is needed to make all the CTA stations ADA accessible, of the stations are acceptable now. And that's just the cost for the CTA. Metra is making significant investments in ADA compliance as well. But we have an old system, Haley. And when you have an older system long before the Americans with Disabilities Act, we need to upgrade. And I will add, while this is primarily for people with disabilities. Regular riders benefit from these improvements as well. Just a couple more, bus electrification. We had hundreds of hearings recently as the RTA rolled out its transit is the answer plan. That's our long-term strategic plan. And bus electrification, I think, was probably the number one issue that people testified about and emailed about. But it cost $3 billion. That's with a B. $3 billion is the total cost to replace all the Pace and CTA diesel buses. And we are committed to do and make all those changes by 2040. But $3 billion is what it costs to electrify um people ask all the time well what's a bus cost well we're going to buy 2500 electric buses and they're 1.2 million dollars a bus so 1.2 million dollars a bus and if you compare that to what a diesel bus costs a diesel bus is 5 or 600,000 so an electric bus is double the cost of a diesel bus. But we're getting there. And obviously, we have supply chain issues. We can't snap our fingers, even if we had the money and get these buses tomorrow. Um, Pace also has to retrofit two garages to uh, make electric bus charging stations of And one's in the southwest suburbs and others in the north suburbs, but it cost $100 million to have a bus electrification garage for PACE. So it's very expensive. And then Chicago Union Station, we just had the Federal Railroad Administrator in last week into Chicago, and he met with individuals everywhere. But Chicago Union Station, $418 million, and the cost of completely modernizing that station's is going to be over a billion. But we're doing about 418 million of Chicago Union Station renovations that improve services, not only for Metro, but importantly, Amtrak. And Amtrak owns the Union Station, not us. And then last but not least, mostly engineers will listen to this podcast, and I think they'll appreciate that it's not all glitz. It's not all the new things like the Red Line South that needs attention. Sometimes things that people don't see are critical to our needs. And the last one I'll talk about is the Metra A2 interlocker. Sounds like something out of Star Wars, but it's actually out of the Herbert Hoover administration. The Metra A2 interlocker is about $785 million, and that's essential to modernizing Metra's daily operations. Switches are sometimes thrown by hand. And we're in the 21st century, so there's this massive switching system northwest of the Ogilvy Station in Chicago that is literally dated back to Herbert Hoover's presidency. And we have to, and should have done it decades ago, improve the Metra A2 interlocker.
1: Oh, so much going on over there. And I imagine on top of all of that, there are some rebuild and just infrastructure initiatives going on as well on top of kind of the modernizations there's also some to, that's just upkeep
0: correct you know we'll talk about operations money and this this podcast primarily is for engineers and operations is important but capital is mostly important to to the engineering um, community all of the 2.6 billion in state bond funding um, has uh, been awarded. Uh, the majority of funds are going to go to the purchase of new rail cars and buses across the system. But to date, the region has spent over $400 million in PAGO funding. That's current funding. We're going to receive another $227 million. That's our estimated annual take in future years. So lots of projects for the listeners here and for improving the ridership experience. Projects, just a couple of them, $300 million for rebuilding segments of the Forest Park Blue Line. We talked about that a minute ago. But that's the slowest stretch of the CTA system, and especially bus riders. But for those of us that ride the L, we want to get the work or you know, home to our children or our families faster. So we're rehabbing the slowest stretch of the entire CTA system. We're going to rehab, and I've been to a couple of these events already are groundbreaking. We're going to rehab five Metro Electric Stations on the south side of Chicago from 79th to 111th Street. Uh, These are old stations, and this is also a matter of equity. Sometimes the Southland, as I call it, has been ignored. Um, Well, it's ignored no longer, and uh, we're going to do five new Metro Electric Stations on the south side. Um, President Preckwinkle of the Cook County Board has just been a wonderful advocate for anybody that wants to ride the metro electric stations and this stuff doesn't happen uh, without her prodding us uh, and pushing us to do this. And I'll talk about just one more, a construction of a new Pace Joliet Transportation Center and also the Schaumburg ADA Transfer Center. So a couple of transfer centers important to our operations for Pace and the one in Schaumburg really will improve efficiencies for people with disabilities um paste actually moves and operates the disability program or transit program in the city of Chicago. Even though the CTA delivers those services, PACE, nothing's perfect and it's a difficult population to sometimes work with for a variety of reasons. But the Schaumburg ADA Transfer Center and PACE does a very good job. And that's why Chicago said a few years ago, hey, let PACE actually do the ADA paratransit in Chicago. They do it as well as it can be done, knowing that there are sometimes speed bumps, no pun intended, along the way. Mm
1: -hmm. Chairman, you mentioned how important, of course, capital is to get all of this done. And it's also imperative for the listenership of the ACEC of Illinois this podcast. Where are we with capital right now? Where do things stand? And what are you working on to ensure that this can all happen and what needs to be done to ensure this can all happen from a capital standpoint?
0: Great question. And you're going to hear a lot about we have a fiscal cliff of $700 million. That's operations money. But we can't lose fact of the site or sight of the fact that our regional system has a $35 billion backload needed to keep our 1,500 miles of track or 7,500 vehicles, 400 stations, or 70 maintenance facilities in a state of good repair. So we've got to do both. We do need more operations money, um, but we can't lose sight of the fact that to have a good system, a reliable system, obviously safety is our number one concern, but to speed up how fast we can move things, and how efficient we are with the fewest mechanical breakdowns. And I will tell you, among our peers, we have about the lowest operating costs per mile. That's even with Chicago Winters and Union Labors and the fewest mechanical breakdowns, even with older equipment. But we have a five-year regional capital program for CTA, Metro, and PACE that's over $5 billion. It's a little over a billion per year, and that barely scratches the surface and keeps our head above water. And we really need to be investing 2 to $3 billion a year to keep this system that our grandfathers and great-grandfathers built over time. We are really the envy of most big cities in this country who really wish they had what Chicago has. And I'll just tell you anecdotally, I had the honor of being a state senator for many years. I was a governor's chief of staff, and I have ridden METRA and the CTA all of my life, so five decades of riding public transit. When I got to the RTA as the chairman, I was stunned at how underfunded the system really is. Um, My predecessors and our predecessors have done a great job of keeping this great system running. We've never had a shutdown like so many cities have of the system. We have a double A plus credit rating from Wall Street, which is as high as you're ever going to get being in the state of Illinois. But we need more funding. And it's been amazing to me how they've kept the system running as well as they have based upon the amount of dollars that are there. On the operating side, Illinois, the state of Illinois provides, I think, about 17% of the money. And in many cities, that amount pushes nearly 50%. So the state of Illinois would be essentially last and how much it spends on mass transit compared to other big cities that are out there. And in New York and California, their state legislatures have just approved with their governors over a billion dollars of extra new state funding for mass transit. And Illinois at 17% would really be probably the lowest in the country with respect to uh, state support of mass transit.
1: How? It's incredible.
0: Just just one little thing. People are familiar with London. If they haven't been on that system, um, they see it in television shows and movies a lot. London spends nine times more per capita on a rider than we do in Chicago. And their system, Haley, does not run 24 hours a day. Like Chicago, New York probably is two to three times per rider in support of, of of their riders compared to Chicago. So we do a very good job with what we have. And I'm just warning folks, we're going to need a little more to keep the system that they've been accustomed to and to do the kinds of things, especially technologically, that riders in the 21st century want today.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't know those statistics. That's unbelievable. So, Chairman, what needs to happen to get that capital, to keep all of this up? What needs to happen? What can we all kind of support?
0: Well, anytime you see a state legislator, please tell them we've got to keep transit up and running. It's vital to our economy. The metropolitan six-county area where the RTA is accounts for about 74 to 75% of the state's GDP. And in a recent study, I think it's about $1.7 billion of economic activity came in 2022 just by having mass transit around. So transit's critical to our economy. It's critical to students. Chicago is one of the largest college towns, whether it's students taking the L or bus to Loyola or DePaul or the University of Illinois at Chicago. It's critical to students. I always tell folks who live in the suburbs and downstate that the CTA is Chicago's yellow school bus. And again, um, you can never lose sight of the fact that Uh, Mass transit is the way that many people with disabilities still have access to their medical care uh, or to the world. So we need help from legislators as well as Governor Pritzker. I guess I'll add one more. Washington's been great and so has Springfield with respect to capital funding. I think we have great allies in New York, Philadelphia, Atlanta, San Francisco, L.A., the big cities, Dallas, Miami. But I would like to see the federal government provide a little operating support. They've been good with capital, but some operating support like they used to do. Of all folks, I I love to tell my Republican friends, Ronald Reagan, when he was the president, former governor of California, was the first president to really put mass transit into federal funding formulas. So conservative Ronald Reagan from California recognized the critical nature of mass transit for our economy and our society. And I wish the federal government would provide a little operating support for the major cities as well as the Peorias and Mm Champaign-Urbanas of the world.
1: Yeah. And much of the capital is dependent on congressional appropriations each year. Is that correct?
0: It is. And every now and then they have a big program like they do in Springfield. But whenever you see a congressman or a state legislator or a uh, uh, or Governor Pritzker, you know, please say, hey, uh, we can't let uh, mass transit uh, deteriorate. We need to take care of it. Uh, And we need to uh, we need it for so many reasons. Yeah. Um, let yeah. me give you that one statistic again. Transit was responsible for $17.2 billion in regional benefits in 2022 alone. I may have misspoke and really moved my decimal point, but it's $17.2 billion in regional benefits in 2022 alone. And for every dollar we invest in transit, almost $4 is returned in private investment. And uh, pre-pandemic, there was a study by the Metropolitan Planning Council that showed that about 85% of all new commercial construction in our area was within a half a mile of mass transit. So where transit goes, the community and the economy grows. hmm
1: hmm Chairman, if all of these initiatives that we talked about today come to fruition in the time that you would like them to, and the funding is there, What gets you the most excited about the next five to 10 years of public transit in Chicago? Because you painted a picture of a very modern, streamlined system. What is most exciting to you?
0: Well, I think we are reinventing mass transit. We obviously want to return the central business district to its vibrancy, but we are into equity and providing transit to areas of chicagoland that have been transit deserts for a while underutilized our best economic opportunity for somebody that may live on the south side or west side is giving them a chance for two dollars or thereabouts to get to a good paying job with benefits almost anywhere in the metropolitan chicago area So we're going and improving areas that should have been taken care of decades ago. Obviously, we talked about the Red Line South extension providing access. It's only a dream of some folks who were around 30 or 40 years ago of taking the Red Line South, improving for the Austin community and the West Side, the Blue Line, making it faster and more modern, and then Metro. When they are in the process of going to a more regional railroad, we run more trains during the day as our work patterns have changed. It's very complex because we run on private railroad properties. So to tell the Burlington Northern or the Union Pacific, we want to run more trains during the day. As we know, we have a freight bottleneck already is challenging, but Metro is Looking at their services and in pace, and is always innovating. In fact, we're running service now at nighttime for the last mile or so for anybody that works out at O'Hare Airport. We have this new service. So if you're working out at O'Hare, Keeping us and our cargo moving in the middle of the night. Pace has a much better way for you to get to their buses out of O'Hare Airport. So we're always innovating and then the technology constantly changes. And obviously, we're improving our air quality by going to bus electrification, which is expensive. But by 2040, we'll have an electric bus system in in totality. Yeah.
1: So, all so exciting. And we know how much the today really is the heartbeat of this metropolitan area. So thank you, Chairman, so much for taking some time with us today. And we would love to check back in with you over the course of the year and see how things are going over there.
0: Thank you. And if you have ideas, please uh, always reach out to us. Uh, we're uh, we're always open for great ideas. And we, we watch literally what happens in other cities in the United States um, and in the world. And if they have good ideas, um, we're not above copying them. There is no plagiarism in, in good mass transit. So if something works in Germany or Australia, uh, we try to bring it here. But I will tell you, Haley, more people copy us than we copy them because we do have a great system. We just need to maintain it. So thanks for this podcast. Uh, it's really yeah. important to get our message out.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. And we have a lot of innovative engineers listening so that will probably take you up on sharing some of those ideas.
0: They're the best. I love them. Keep them coming.
1: All right, Chairman. Thank you so much. We'll be speaking with you again soon.
0: Thanks, Haley. Thank you for listening to Engineering Works. Listen and subscribe to the podcast on acecil.org or your favorite podcast platform.